Hello, good afternoon. Welcome to another session of Bible Study with Mac and Cheese Podcast.com. I am Mac Ruby McClellan, and cheese is the word of God. Let us pray. Father, we just thank and praise you for this time with your people. Thank you for their listening ear. God, we ask that you would enhance what we hear, that we will hear only your voice and not the voice of Ruby, that we would understand and uh, your word and that it will come up and be a part of our living. God, we just thank you for blessing your word, bless it to grow, bless it with wisdom and intelligence. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for tuning in to Mac and Cheese Podcast. We're very grateful, very grateful for every listener. Uh, When we ended our session on last, uh, the last podcast, we were talking about the vision that John was in the midst of. John was in the midst of a second vision. And this podcast is about a new chapter, which is chapter five. Those of you that are following along, but it's the same vision. And, uh, we're just going to begin. We're there are sixteen verses in chapter five, and we're going to try to uh, run over eight of those today. We don't want to hold you too long, and uh, but we're going to be careful and not uh, keep you too long, but explain it as the Lord giveth to us. Uh, Verse 1 of chapter 5 says, And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the backside, sealed with seven seals. And we're going to take phrases out of each verse and try to explain it. And I saw means a a new chapter, but not a new vision, as I said before. And John continues with his discourse. It's still in the throne room that we're seeing. And he is giving us an account of what he saw. And remember last uh, podcast, the door was open to throne room, not to heaven, not the gate, but to the throne room. And he saw a reddish man sitting on a red throne that was sparkling and thunders and lightnings was coming out. And he saw angels uh, moving that throne, cherubims moving it around. He saw a, a rainbow circling that throne that was a uh, green emerald. And uh, 
those and he saw the elders, the 24 elders sitting out in front. He saw four beasts that were full of eyes and some and they had wings. And he described them to us in the way that it appeared to him. And we're still in that throne room today. And this is what he saw. The right hand, he denoted that there was someone sitting on the throne that had a book. The right hand denotes power and authority. The father is the one that had this book in his right hand of power and authority. The book was written within and on the backside. And, and if you know, this is not the type of books we have nowadays. Uh, this book was rolled up on a long stick like they do scrolls. We see them in the movies um, back a long time ago. It was rolled up on a long stick. And the writing was on the inside. Um, actually, they didn't have books that were bound on one edge like we do today. It was very rare in the second century uh, before Christ that you saw a book, a book like we have now. We'll talk about the writing that he saw in, in, in a little later. But the book was sealed, and it was sealed with seven seals. Now, the number seven denotes completeness, and it shows that the book was perfectly sealed. Thus, no person can open this unless they have the authority and the and knew how to break the seals. Now, we're in a room. I want to tell you this before I read the next scripture, which is the second scripture, and down to the fourth, that there's 10,000 times 10,000 angels in this room, 100, 100, one thousands of one thousand times one thousand. There's a lot of people in this room. This is a huge, 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 huge room. And he saw a strong angel there in verse two proclaim with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof. And no man, I reiterate, no man in heaven, nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I wept much because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. Now, it, I said a strong angel, and I'm thinking, boy, he must have been mighty because with all those angels there, 10,000 times, 10,000 and thousands upon thousands. And then all the saints that are walking around down here on earth have been suddenly taken, 
to heaven. So it's a lot of people in this room. There's millions of people that believe, <coughs> excuse me, that Jesus is Lord. And there are millions of people that believe that that's walking around. And we actually keep the peace here on earth where we know it or not. And uh, this strong angel, it don't say that he had a microphone. So his voice must have really been amplified for all this people to hear it. Just uh, thousands and thousands of people in a room just, just make noise, just shifting around. But uh, with a loud voice, he challenged the worthiness. That is the moral worth of all creatures in the universe to open the book by loosening the seals. It will be seen that it is not a question of whether the person has the wisdom, you know, you know how to break the seal or even the dignity and the position, but whether the person had the victory and the moral worth to do so. That's what the angel challenged the people. First of all, he said, no man, not even one. Not only men, but all the beings throughout the universe. Nobody. Whether they was in heaven or earth, that is able to open the book. It appeared to John that the book is going to be, uh, that it will remain sealed. And his reaction followed. Uh, it said in heaven that the the word introduces a liter literary a literally device employed or described of all God's universe. Nobody nowhere to look upon to read it and thus to reveal its contents. John began to weep. He was so sad, an intense emotion, his reaction was. And this shows his greatness of mind, the tenderness of his heart. Believe me, Revelation was not written without tears. Neither without tears will it be understood. So we're going to move on to verse 5 through 7. It says, one of the elders said to me, weep not. Behold the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, had prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent forth into all the world, all the earth. And he came and took the book. He came and took the book 
out of the right hand of him that sat on the throne. And we're going to go back. One of the elders, that was one of the 24 elders, now speaks to John, telling him, don't weep. All is not lost for provisions have been made to open the book. Weep not means to stop. Just stop crying. It's been taken care of. The Lion of Judah is a symbol of his kingliness. And it is regarded as the king of beasts, leadership, courage, and strength. It was to the tribe of Judah that the raw lineage, lineage, that is the kingship or leadership, was given. So you're comparing this with what is actually happening in heaven. Uh, many, uh, as I told you before, that when you read the book of Revelations, that you can find a comparison somewhere in the other uh, books, all 65 of them. There's 66 in the Bible, but you can find um, these comparisons. Matthew 1, 1 and 2 tells us about the strength and the power to deal with the enemies of his people, namely Satan and all those that supported him. This denotes Christ's kingship and his rulership. Now we talk about the root of David. I mean the root. Yes, the root of David. We know that those of you that are farmers, that the root of any plant is what gives the plant its life, substance, and strength. Many of us uh, do flowers that way. We grow a root, maybe in some water, before we plant it in the ground. Because we know that that's what's going to sustain the plant when it develops. The root of the plant comes first before the rest of the plant. So... These two symbols shows the kingship and the deity of Christ. Fullness first of authority and fullness of power. He had both. And he had prevailed to open the book. This points directly to Christ's victory in the great controversy with Satan which is the basis of his right to open the book. Inasmuch as no one else in the entire universe could do this, his victory is unique. Christ's victory is unique. And the other thing that um, we wanted to bring out, John in this vision, in the mist, he was looking for this great conqueror, this great victorious person that was able to open the book. And what appears before him is a lamb. 
And not only that, the lamb appeared to be slain. It showed that it had been wounded. Many of us have received victories, but we have scars. Did you hear me? We have the victory of Christ, but we didn't come out of the world without scars. This lame had been slain. He's called a lion and a conqueror. But as John looks upon him, he sees a lamb. What a dramatic contrast. But he's victorious because of his sinless life. He was a spotless, spotless, spotless lamb. Rather than for God to demonstrate force, you know, somebody in a big, all armored up and big sword and everything. A lamb had gained the victory in the great controversy over evil. So we know that the lamb is none other than Jesus Christ, the lamb of God. He gained the victory over the world and the prince of this world, death and grave. And as I said, he appeared to have been slain. And many of us, you can see the scars where you came through the battle, but you came through. This lamb had seven horns. A horn symbolizes power. And the number seven is the number of perfection or completion. So he had complete fullness of power. He had uh, seven horns, perfect in strength. Not only did this lamb have seven horns, it had seven eyes. These eyes are identified as the seven spirits of God, which is an, is an expression of the Holy Spirit. Eyes are symbols of intelligence and perfect wisdom. And he knows all that goes on. The only way that these eyes can see throughout the whole earth is through the seven spirits, which we have seen to be the Holy Spirit from previous discussions. These eyes are sent forth through all the earth. It should humble us, make us want to cry that these eyes saw everything we did. 
It saw our sins. It saw our weaknesses. It saw our failures. It should humble us. And yet this Holy Spirit still beckon us to come to the Lord. And I pray that while we read this, if you want to give your life to God, do so. And do it now. Don't wait another minute. God is calling us to the throne. We don't know when the rapture is going to happen or not that, even if we're going to be alive in the next 10 minutes. Um, Russia could send a bomb or something. But this lamb with these seven eyes and seven horns, fullness of power, fullness of strength, it came. And it took the book. It came and he took the book from the Father. He came and he has taken the book. The book is textual evidence, a test, the omission. of these words. However, that is the book that the Lamb takes is clear from verse 8. And we, we're just going to go to verse 8. But he took the book from him that sat on the throne. We want to challenge you to send us a letter, send us a note what is your take on things that I've said today? Give us a word. And even if you have time, read the other eight scriptures and comment on them. And that way, when I bring it back um, at the next podcast, I can address them. It don't have to be a long note. Just say verse seven or something. Uh, verse six. And I will try my best to do what God would have me to do. It's been good to be spending this time with you. It's been very good. It's always good to be used of God to share his word. We pray for you and yours and your home. And share this with someone else so that they can be blessed. Then you'll know what's going to happen when we enter the throne room of God. Um, we're just so grateful for you being a part of Mac and Cheese Podcast.com. And um, we're asking for your prayers and asking that you uh Pray for us. Pray for the podcast. Those of you that have computers, go to www.macandcheesepodcast.com. Leave us that note. And if you're on Facebook, you can just go to Messenger. I'll get it that way, too. And if you're doing it by listening to the podcast on LinkedIn. 
um, I will see your entry there also. So we have many ways of reaching us and you have a voice just like I have a voice. And we'd like to discuss some of these scriptures that we're reading. Next week, chapter 5, verse 8. God bless. We love you. Thank you for listening.